The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris? What was the first mode of music? When I say mode, like what's the first type of music you ever owned? Cassette tape, CD, digital? I think CD. That was the first thing you owned was a CD. Mm Mm-hmm. I do. How old were you? Do you remember? Fourth or fifth grade. I was fifth grade of birth. It was, uh, I remember actually getting it. Holy shit. Oh, here it comes. The memory's yeah. kicking in. So you remember getting yeah. your first CD. CD player. CD player or CD? I, CD and CD player. I mean, kind oh, you of got it as a, together? Yeah, I guess that was a thing. Okay. Um, so like back in the day, were they selling them like Nintendo where you get a, or a Sega where you get a game with it? No. Here's the CD player and here's the <laughs> sample CD with it. Well, I, I think. Like I, I remember when mom had a Backstreet Boys CD that I really wouldn't consider mine. But remember, I was born in 93. I get so, you. you know, that was when Dude, I was Dude, Backstreet's kid. back, all right? Dude, they're coming this summer. Anyway, so the first CD but you get, CD, what is it? I, the first CD I consider mine, it was Toby Keith, Greatest Hits, number two. Toby just, Keith? Toby Keith, Greatest Hits, number two. Did you get a cowboy hat with that? No, I did not. <laughs> um, I remember it was, I think my... Was it my maybe my tenth birthday? I'm um, in fifth grade, and I thought I was hot shit coming into school with a CD player. I don't know if you're not, a Walkman is a cassette Walkman, right? So a CD player wouldn't be a Walkman, would it? Discman. That's disc, what they call Discman. All right. Yeah. So I had a Discman. Okay. And it actually had the adapter to hit skip, uh, while I without the actual like having the hit the button on the cassette or on the actual on the disc player. So. Yeah. You're in fifth grade. Fifth grade. You go to school after your birthday present. Mm-hmm. You got Toby Keith blaring Toby on Keith your headphones or was that earbuds then? I can't remember. How old were you then? I don't know. Headphones. Was there earbuds yet? I don't remember. I really don't Probably remember. Probably not, huh? I don't remember. I just remember them being like the thin ones though, the thin band that kind of went over. And it was with, just, the, with the little um, fuzzy. Little, little Yeah, it was like a little circle, like little tiny, like quarter, maybe like half dollar sized cover of my ear. So you're walking into school, mm-hmm. fifth grader. Yep. Headphones on. Exactly. Blasting Toby Keith. Mm-hmm. Why do I do a show with you? Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined by Anthony Mullen, your other host, who apparently is a huge Toby Keith fan. Back in the day, back in the day, there's only like five or six songs that I really like now from him. Um, How do you like me now? That's too much. All right, uh, so listeners, <laughs> we have a guest in the house. Um, if you listen to Hardly Kayfabe, if you're one of the listeners that listens to us and you listen to Hardly Kayfabe, you've already heard this guy on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've, if you've not listened to it, but you've been to a website, you've seen our new logo design, then you've seen this man's work. Uh, joining us today on Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop, Mark Warner. What's up, dude? Yo. Welcome back to the studio. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's the first piece that you had? So, okay, you're older. You're, you're around my age. You're a little bit, you're, you're a little closer to my age. What was the first kind of music that you have? Was it a cassette tape? Did you own a, a set tape? I did. I owned an I album, owned a Walkman. vinyl. Oh, okay. I did. I owned a Walkman. I didn't own any vinyl. That was more of my dad's thing. Yeah. It was like off limits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not allowed to touch the vinyl. Oh, no. Because you'll scratch it. No, I'd break the needle. Yeah. On the, because uh, we just, yeah. Uh, cassette. Uh, mm-hmm. And a Walkman that was fortunate enough to have a rewind and a fast forward. There you uh, go. I was lucky. That's right. I didn't have to take the tape out and skip it, and and grab a pencil and just start, you know, twisting the tape oh, what, a little what do you bit mean, forward. Pen- pencil. Yeah, you, that's how you listen to t- cassette tapes. You use pencils. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta have to like, uh, just roll a pencil. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like starting oh. starting a fire. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for me, I think too. Yeah, cassette was my first thing that. I owned it was the Top Gun soundtrack, the original Top Gun movie soundtrack. 
I think oh. the first one that I bought with my money, like that was officially mine, was the Adams Family Value soundtrack with MC Hammer. Oh, <laughs> that is amazing! I, dude. I know I've seen. Is that that's not the one with Foster coming back? Is it? No, that's the first one. I don't think yeah. I've ever. What? The second one they have a baby, puberts. I don't remember the second one. Is that they go to camp? No, couldn't tell you. See, I don't know. I don't know then. Yeah, no. So I've only seen the first one. Let me ask you something, Anthony. Yes, When's Chris. the first time you got an iPod? I got my first iPod. It was sixth grade. He's like, fuck these CDs. Hit me up with that iPod. <laughs> no, it was. You're older, you're high school? No. College? Wait, I think, no, I think it was actually sixth grade. I, iPod Nano. You went straight to Nano. Yeah, because that's what it was. Because I No, wanted, the I, iPod was a regular, like a, a no, big iPod. It, at that point, the Nanos were cheaper. Because they were smaller in on size, I think. Okay. And I think they're like the newer one, and that's just. So I, you've I was, never owned like one of the first generation iPods, first or second generations with the spin wheel and all that. Um, the Nano had the spin wheel. Uh, it with was, the screen. Yes, a little tiny square screen. And then they put out. I remember when they put out video. I thought the iPod. Nano was just it was a square with a little circle with like the, the play and all that, that stuff. Was shuffle. Ah, uh, that's where it was just literally. Oh, like the, a USB that's stick. right. The Nano's the little thin, the thinner, smaller yes, version. Because okay. they had the shuffle, which was like the know, USB that's drive. Right, that's they right. They had the iPod, which was like a fa- it looks like the size of like a phone now. Yeah. They had the Mini, which was like right. a little bit smaller. Which yeah. put, it was in colors. Yeah. Nano was where it went straight white on the front and then uh, silver, and then they got like the black, and you could do white or black. Okay. Yeah, and then after that, how big was the, the the hard drive? Do you remember how much room there was on it? I think I was like five, 250 megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's that so wasn't, weird to hear now, right? But like back then, that was a lot, right? No. Well, well, ish. I mean, well, ish. It's more than a Zoom, so. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nowadays, we think about the stuff that that held, like one gigabyte, maybe three gigabytes. And we're like, oh my God, I got a three gigabyte hard drive, you know? And you're like, oh, nowadays, you need terabytes. Yeah. And now and even there's, there's like, even please. more. What's the big one? Is It starts with Let's, a Z or something? Let me. There's one th- larger than that? Bigger than a terabyte? Yeah. What? Look up look up and see what's bigger than a terabyte. So anyway, the reason I bring this up, Mark, you had the original iPod. Did you have one of the originals? I actually, prior to the Nano, there was the iPod. Uh, I got mine in 2004. Okay. I know because I first Mac I had bought with Mac Mini, uh, it was the iPod Mini, which okay. was still the same like form and shape of an iPod, and that eventually kind of phased out and became the Nano. So, But it had the click wheel. You know, Game Boy style screen. Nice. What'd you what would right. you find? So it goes uh terabyte, petabyte, petabyte, exabyte, and then zettabyte or zettabyte. Yeah, that's the biggest one. No, and oh, there's a bigger one than zettabyte. Well, Yodabyte. Okay, are you Yota. fucking with me, dude? Oh, TT. Much room you have. Um. So the reason I bring this up, I just there was an article that just came out. Um. Unbreakable. Either that or Artie, which ask him if Artie's cool. Okay. Um, All right, let me fix this again. There was an article that just came out uh, yesterday or today by on one zero one zero dot medium dot com. This is the headline. Mm -hmm. Classic iPod hackers say there's no better way to listen to music. So this was written by Melanie uh, Aaron Kranz, March 2nd. So, yeah, it's a few days ago, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to get into it here, and then I want to see what you guys think. Manuel Manticon, who goes by Peachy, has several boxes stacked in his bathroom filled with iPod parts. When it's time to fix one of uh, up for a customer, he takes the boxes down, including one shaped like a sewing kit that he refers to as his iPod toolbox, and he refurbishes used iPods out of his bathroom in North Carolina. He works out of his bathroom because it's a lot of moving parts, and he tends to leave a bit of a mess. Uh, 50 years old, he's currently out of the workforce due to multiple sclerosis, but he enjoys fixing up classic Apple music players for people around the world who find him through word of mouth or Reddit forums. In the last six or seven years, he estimates he's reconstructed hundreds of iPods. Apple may have discontinued the last of the click wheel iPods years ago, but Peachy is part of a growing community of tinkerers giving the devices new life. It's not just for nostalgia iPod modders say they earnestly view the devices with a few modern tweaks as a superior way to listen to music. That this elite audio quality is packaged in a device that is also dear to their hearts makes it even better. So what do you think? How is it 
more superior though i want to know like why is that the go-to well look at this it says here the the more popular modifications are relatively simple they update uh, updates like adding more storage or battery life or installing firmware that allows for customization of the user interface or downloading games outside of apple's ecosystem few ipod modders are injecting the music players with wild features or, or stark new aesthetics so they're not doing anything crazy with it you know what i think it is i think it's more along the lines of um wanting something specifically just for music that no, is separate than your not phone? not just that, because there's people who are audiophiles yeah. who can listen to music with headphones and say what sounds... I don't know why. They they say they can, but they can hear the difference in musical quality from a CD to MP3. Or Actually, the, the, the audiophiles that kind of annoy me are the ones where they say they can tell the difference in this many megahertz of a wave file than another one. It's like... Stop. They're the ones who get the uh, gold-plated HDMI cable from Best Buy. Yes. They I mean, have virus protection. Yes. I, the only exactly. people I could understand and get that are people with perfect pitch, which there are people out there. I've met, I've had friends that have perfect pitch, like very, very few. But to have such a community of people that are everyone can listen, yeah. I mean, here's my thought. Like, I love my phone. I've got a SD card in there specifically just so I can have my music and listen to whatever I want without having to worry about streaming or anything like that. I like it. There is something about the iPod that just works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The menu, the interface, and to be able to have that same updated storage, gut it, put in a uh, an SSD drive or something with, you know, more storage. And still allow me to, you know, click through and use it like a jukebox and have it solely for that. I'd be for it. That'd be kind of cool. I could see it because there are no music players anymore. They're all apps or just hard to your phone. Right. You know, it's kind of like I guess there are people that still do like CDs for the fact that it's just a CD. So apparently the iPod, some of the original iPods all the way up to the fifth generation had a chip, uh, an, uh, an audio chip called the Wolfson. Uh, and many, many, many collectors and audiophiles like Ben Schultz, a 21-year-old copywriter in Australia, are diehard fans of the Wolfson chip. The Wolfson is an audio chip that converts digital data into sound. It's not in every version of the iPod, but it is in the fifth-generation iPod Classic from 2005. Many people argue this one was the best sound quality of any iPod because of that chip. So there's your answer to that part. Okay. Um, he's outfitting these with 30 to 80 gigabyte models. Um Lasting up to 14 hours of, of play, hundreds of hours of music playback. Uh, I mean, it it's worth it. No, I hold guess on it, a second. It says without the mods, the originals were only up to 14 hours of play for the 30 gig model and 20 for 80 gig. So he's actually increasing those the size of it. It's higher than 80 gig to hold hundreds of hours of music. That's kind of cool, too. Put your entire music, put a terabyte on there, and I'll take that little iPod around, dude. The thing, too, is much like your first CD player, your anti-skip mm -hmm. protection, you're walking around, <laughs> you have to hold it in the palm of your hand and hope yeah. you didn't like, step on some gravel. Remember that shit? <laughs> the iPod Classics, the like you were just talking about, they actually had a movable hard drive in there. So if you dropped it, that platter would essentially, you, you'd it lose scratch, it. right? Yeah. So take that out. With no moving parts, now put more storage in it, and I mean you're golden. Yeah, solid state. That's yeah, so solid state. You buying one of his modded iPods? No, he sells them on eBay. No, he also sells them on eBay, but you can just hit, hit him up to get them to get them made up. Dude, if I'm reaching out to him, I'm call. I'm re. I'm gonna find him through Reddit. But here's the other thing. So in the day and age of Apple Music and Spotify, where you can literally download whatever albums you want and keep them on your phone, why? I mean, aside from nostalgia. There are some people that maybe actually, again audio files for the audio chip, but other than that, like there, what would it be used for? Who's gonna go get an iPod? There are some people that purely like to have the files for themselves and uh, and download it, like to actually have the actual hard collection of music. And I'd say, as far as to have, well, yeah, hard drive. I'll say for your versatility for job, like as a DJ, it. it I know a couple DJs that have old school hard drive that have old school iPods. Just chill in there just in case, God forbid, that last kick emergency, plug it in, plug it in. That's a Hit quick play. fix. That's a that's a entire wedding. But again, you don't really need an go. iPod. You just need an iPhone. They're all touchscreen now. Touchscreens mm. can glitch, crack, break. Do you really want to have your phone out too 
like I'd rather I mean like an old one, right? Like you could just get an old mm-hmm. one to be the backup. But I guess that you're right with a touch screen if something's fucked up on your screen, you can't play it the, and then last minute you're stuck. Those older ones were pretty fucking hardy, like hardy. They were like they were a, they were like a they're like the old Xbox controller. It's like a freaking brick. Uh Mark, do you remember Tony Samato? Yeah. Anthony Samato? Yeah. He he when we I was working with him, he had an old iPod. I think it was like the fourth or fifth generation one. Um that he was getting rid of, and I hadn't I hadn't had one yet. Like I'd had digital players, but never went out and got an iPod. Uh, and he's like, "You want it?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." He just gave it to me, and so I still have that old school. I should send oh, it to nice. this guy and have him mod it out for me. Why not, man? See how much that costs. Yeah, I say do it. I think it's cool. Um, I mean, I'll because tell you, you're, I'm looking I mean, at my phone right now. My, apart from having the ability to stream anything, yeah. my phone holds 256 gigabytes. It also feels a little bit like the the iPod itself. There was a little bit of an interaction with it. The, the phone feels cold, if you think about the interaction and in, in choosing your music. It just feels yes. kind of a cold feeling, as as opposed to the hardware that you're physically moving a dial to get to. You I know agree. what I mean? I do miss buttons. I'm not gonna lie. If there's any, <laughs> if there's anything I could ask for i for future iPhones is give me a sliding keyboard. Give me an actual button. Give me like, something. What was the Razor? The, the, no, 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 no. Razor. What um, was the one that oh, the kick the switch? The kick switch. Oh. The, what was it called? I forget, man. The chocolate. Was it the no, kick no, juke? No, kick something. Was it the? Juke? I think you're just naming cars now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> was it a Chevy Impala? Uh, oh, I got one of those. I know. It? I know. That Nova. Um, yeah, I can't remember, but that was the. Sh- I remember back in the day, that was a shit Did- pulling the screen up and sideways typing. So, what were like the big MP3 player brands? And were there like specific- there was like a shit ton of generic. It was just a you bunch could of literally buy just- it at Walgreens off the shelf. There was like no company that standardized yeah. until Apple. Well, Apple had start basically started it, and then everybody started ripping off the the MP3 thing. Now, did and Apple, then Zune Zune was the one that was supposed to be kind of like the competition I, to uh, Apple. It was I supposed to be Zoom. the iPod killer. Yeah, but and it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, didn't happen. So, like prior to that, I would probably say like ninety six, ninety seven. And I remember this. My friend Ryan had an generic MP3 player. Yeah, and it was literally it was probably like the size of a pack of gum. Yeah, with a little. Like yeah. LCD screen on it, yeah. Uh, up, down, left, right, center button, yep. and and the LCD screen just scrolled, scroll. told you the name of the well, whatever yeah. the file was named. And it you, wouldn't even like be all nice. It's you, like you could probably fit like forty or fifty songs on there. And coming yeah. from a CD that was yeah, you know, fourteen songs that was huge. And those right. things were at the time super expensive too. Which is funny. It was just crazy because again, like we grew up with. I mean, our parents had vinyl, but we had cassette tapes. And so there was the idea of listening to six or seven songs, then having to flip it again and listen to six or seven other songs. Then you got a CD, and the cool thing was is you didn't have to flip, and you get to kind of just skip to the song if you wanted to. You didn't have to hold fast forward and, and hit play and hope you stopped where you needed to because tapes, there's no way to know. You just hit fast forward, hit play, listen. Nope, fast forward, hit play, listen. Try to figure so, out where it was. Um, but it's funny how like we went from that to the CD. We're like, oh, this holds this, and we don't have to flip. And now it's more along the lines of this just holds. Right. Like We don't worry about flipping, nothing. It's just about holding it. I looked into it. It was not the chocolate nor the juke. It was the sidekick. Sidekick. I knew kick was a part of the name. Yeah. See, uh. juke wasn't just a car. <laughs> I was on to... Juke is a car, bro. Yeah, but it was also called... There's also a phone called the juke, he said. No, no, no. I was no. saying not He said it's not the not chocolate the or a juke. But no, but see, it's that was still... No, he's fun. not saying that's real. He's just saying <laughs> oh. what you said is not what it is, dude. Well, the chocolate was a he's phone like, No, well. he looked up all the other ones and said it's not those ones. Um, so it's interesting, right? Because it, it feels like... It almost feels like how when what maybe 10 years ago 15 years ago when the whole vinyl thing came back and it was looked at as a hipster thing it feels like that's what's happening but now it's with digital music it doesn't make sense it's like do you understand like we're still in digital music age but it's about the hardware you didn't get your uh portable vinyl player (laughs) strap included i had it on the back of my horse as i was driving the buggy back to the house um it's crazy man uh but yeah, vinyl, it's made it's made its comeback. Dude, cassette definitely. tapes are making their comeback too. Everyone wants cassette and CDs. Like all of this kind of nostalgia, you know, the it's all coming back. Dude, Everybody wants them. I got the care package, got the CD and a cassette. Another one? Oh, no, no, that was it was a CD oh. and a cassette in it. Like that was like I wasn't expecting a cassette or a CD. Like I see. that's like Cuz keep flying dude cassettes are just vinyl. I don't know. I haven't seen any cassettes out there. 
Uh, they need to get on. Oh. Speaking of keep flying, Anthony and I went to Town Ballroom this past week, Tuesday. Today's March 5th. When you hear this, it's probably going to be April. Um, no, just kidding. But uh, we went on Tuesday this past week, um, March 2nd. What was the, what's March, the date? Wait, I can't even so remember. So today the days, is the 5th. So, yeah, the 3rd. Yeah. The third, wow! I'm gonna tell you. Dude. Oh, today's Thursday. Yeah, today's Thursday. What the fuck? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I'm gone. What a show, though, dude! Phenomenal. What a show. So they were an opening act this time around. Last time I saw them, they were headlining it. Um, very and I missed venues. it. The, and, and I missed the very last time they came. I wanted to go out. I didn't get a chance to. Uh, but they're an awesome band. We talked about them before. On I don't know if it was hardly awesome mm-hmm. or the very tail end of back issues. I can't remember. Hardly awesome. Was it? Yep. So we talked about them on that podcast. So if you ever listen to it, you know who we're talking about. Uh, this band that we, uh, they're pretty cool. We dig their music um, and their show. Like I said, they opened for Real Big Fish, which, damn, I feel like I was in the 90s again. Holy shit. Every song. So I mean, they played some newer stuff, mm-hmm. but every time they hit those oldies, the entire place exploded and sang along. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, what a good show. Um, Big D and the Kids Table. I've never heard of this band before. Mm-hmm. Had you heard of them? I've heard of them. And I thought I had listened to them, and I really have not. I heard one song, dude. I'm totally I dug them. Dude, what a fun to see! What live. a great show! Yeah, they put on a very good show, very fun performance. Uh, real big fish, like I was dude, saying. You know, it was like it's, it's real it's big going, fish. It's like going home. It's a, it's a band that you're always ready to see. And I gotta tell you, there's a there's um there's a comfort in going and seeing a band and knowing. You're gonna get a good show. I don't. I've seen Real Big Fish. Maybe now, what I tell you, like that was probably like the ninth or tenth, twelfth time I've seen them. Um, I've never seen them do a bad show. I'm sure it's out there. Mm -hmm. I've not seen it, so that's awesome. I think the difference is if you see them them do a headlining show, like a tour, or if you see them on Warp Tour. Warp Tour, it's a cut down set for a purpose. They it's still a good show, and they're fun. But when you see them do a show like that's theirs, like theirs, yeah. they they go above and beyond, yeah. and it's just venue has a lot to do with it too. Well, yes, exactly. I mean, you, you get, nice. you get, you get those intimate, phenomenal. you get that intimate setting and that that smaller, mm-hmm. yeah, close knit feel good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and, was it was good times. You've seen? Have you seen them? Were you a real big fish fan back in the day? I was. I was. A little, I, was I was a little ska kid. Yeah. There you, you go. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay. Skanking around. I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Did you know that ska came before reggae? You do now. <laughs> It did. It sure did. It's just know. a running joke. I have it's a running with Anthony. joke. I, uh, he's a he's a huge ska fan himself. I didn't know if we were going. Yeah. Um. But yeah, real big fish. They were the shit back real in the big day, fish. man. They really were. I loved them. Me. I had a group of friends that we were all into that. We were all into like the punk, skate, ska, uh, all of that kind of mm-hmm. music. You know. Um. So again, it was nice. It was nice going to it. I found myself bouncing and dancing around towards the end again. You know, normally I go to shows and I just enjoy the show, but it's. It's real big fish, man. It's, it's hard just a lot not of fun. to just move. I'll say, me personally, I didn't jump into the pit at all, and I was very. I wanted to. I wanted to. But I kept saying that it. that pit opening up, and I just kept like uh, this urge. It's, it's there was worth this one it. thing going. All right, do it, Chris. Then I was like, Wait, Chris, you haven't done it in like twenty years. Don't do it. Don't do <laughs> it's it. It's gonna hurt. Wait, let's do it. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, well, that's a little much. Fifteen years, maybe. <laughs> but God damn it, listen. I wanted to do it, man. The energy was so nice, and it was. Just, I mean, I was that close from just saying fuck it and going out for it it's good vibes it was such a good vibe um and i looked out there and we saw so that we follow these guys keep flying we follow mm-hmm. them on social uh we're big fans of the band um watching this pit go crazy for i think it was big d or was it it's, the fish it was big d is when i noticed him yeah yeah they were going nuts out there um and some of the guys from keep flying were just out in the pit just throwing down just running yeah. just you're like oh my god this pit looks nuts you're yeah, uh, like, keep oh, flying man. though. They were doing so; they were supporting, but they're also uh, kind of supporting a uh, an EP they put out, yep. vinyl EP. Um, we have some of their vinyl. Yep, we picked up. Uh, they have a. It's currently on their second pressing. It's an EP called Bargaining. It's got uh, three songs. The so, this one is Unbreakable. No, or oh, is it Unbreakable? I'm sorry, yeah. Bargaining is un- one of the songs. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbreak Unbreakable is the EP. Unbreakable is the EP. Um, it's a three song EP. Three uh, song EP. It's 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 not it's really just, ska either. They have horns. Yeah. They have the trombone. They have the sax. Um, but it's it it honestly it's, it feels like it feels like post hardcore. It feels like there's a, maybe a hint of emo in there, but it just reminds so, me of the music I used to put on when I used to mm-hmm. skate back in the day. Like I, we were just listening right before we started the show. We were listening to some CKY, old school CKY. I I turned it on immediately. Mark looks over and is like, "Oh, CKY." <laughs> and I got to tell you, do you know how nice it is? To, to just be in a presence where someone's in the room and just does that 
You know what I mean? It's just nice. Like when you know something, then you loved it, and then all of a sudden somebody else does, you're like, oh, you know it? Nice. Good job. Nice. Um, but Keep Flying are the kind of band that I want to put that on, and if I could skate again, I'd, I'd start skating again. I'll tell you, you were talking about how uh, you just you – Look just at me wanting to be in fucking <laughs> mosh pits and skate and – is this what is this what a midlife crisis is? Fountain of youth. Do I need to go no. buy a fucking Corvette now and leave my wife for a younger model? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you were talking about how uh, you how the saxophone player also is in for today, and you're like, oh, four years strong, not yet, bro. Not for come today. on, get on your game. Listen, for today is another good band, but anyway, four years strong, and four years strong is more that hardcore post yes. scene. That I think yes. you would like. So if oh, you I know. Listened to them yet? Oh, I heard. Oh, you heard them? Yes. Yeah, you're gonna dig them. Fucking love it. Four Year Strong's cool. Um, but but that's what I'm saying. But that's what they are. Like their stage presence is crazy. Because when we saw them at Sugar City a couple years ago, they fit a seven guys, six seven guys onto a stage the size of our uh, size of our office, barely with a band, and they were like scrunched and they killed it. You yeah. give them a full stage. That's what made me a fan was was that live show. They fucking literally melted my face. And I was just like, who are these guys? How come I had never heard of them before? And give me everything they have. Went and bought their vinyl, everything they had at the table, all the mm-hmm. music, I got it. Uh, became a huge fan immediately. And it did. It brought me back to the day of being a, a, like young in my late teens and early 20s. Mm-hmm. It just, they have a, a, a you know, a, a way of playing that, that brings that out. And it was funny because last night we were taught, or that night after the show, uh, we were talking with John, the sax player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also in the band Four Years Strong. Um, and he was talking about how, like, he was asking, you know, how was the show? Was it cool? Were people getting into it? Because it's hot when they're on the road with a band like Real Big Fish. A lot of the fans you have coming out are older fans, fans that are used to the ska and that kind of thing. So when Keep Flying opens, it might not be something that they're totally into. But for me, I was like, dude, are you fucking kidding? Like, I'm an old school Real Big Fish fan, but your set was my favorite of the night. Yeah. Like it really was because it brought back that youthful feeling, but it, there's something about it. The music, the melodies, the, the, the way they write their songs. Um, Henry's vocals are great. Even when Charlie and, and, and the other, the I mean, when they vocals. all do the backing vocals, um, I'm still going to stand behind it. I said it last time they played live. I saw him play live. They're drummers. Mm-hmm. One of the better drummers I've seen in a while. He's fucking awesome. He's dude. unreal. He's amazing. It's just literally like, Get a post-hardcore band and then throw some sax and trombones up on there. Get yeah. them running on stage and just like their stage interaction and their excitement and energy is just like fuck. I want to be up on stage as well. Yeah, it's it's a. Next time they come through, Dude. I'll let you know. You got to see them. I always wanted to be in a punk band. I I wanted to be that scrawny kid Obviously. just dancing around did. on stage. Didn't want to play any instruments. No, no, I, I wanted, wanted to play to be, guitar. I wanted to play nope. guitar and snarl and oh, you sing. Wanted to just be on stage. I just wanted to be the the guy in the background, the skanker, skanking. Oh, from Boston's. Okay. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of ska fans that looked to the Boston saying, "I want to be him." Just designated skanker, <laughs> DS. That was me. Do you, I like that DS designated skanker? Do you know the story behind him? He was a hardcore fan back in the day. The guy for the Boston, really, and he would start following them. And as they started playing bigger and bigger shows at uh, over eighteen and older and over yeah. twenty one and older, they couldn't get him in because he was younger. <laughs> so they're like, "No, he's, he's part with of the, the band. band." So he ended up like helping like manage them, and like now he's on That's stage. Pretty with them. cool. Nice. That, that is cool. Um, but, but like, yeah, the Keep Flying's awesome. So guys, if you have not heard it, go check them out. They have a new EP out, Unbreakable. It's definitely worth the listen. It's on they've got another, pressing. yeah, they got another one coming out, uh, another EP on the way, plus another album, plus another leg of touring to do. So uh, we're definitely going to be pushing those guys. We, we love For them. Sure. Check them out at the end of the show. Actually, you can listen to one of their songs. It's, it's the opening song off the Unbreakable uh, EP. Um, Mark. What's the last concert you've been to, man? What's the last show you've been to? Last concert. Um, oh, geez. It's been a couple of years. Uh, I want to say it was probably Nine Inch Nails in Toronto. <sighs> yeah. I never got a chance to see Nine Inch Nails yet, dude. So I've I've been huge fan since I was in like seventh grade when I first yep. heard him. And it was yep. Wish was the first song I heard. And I nice. had made it. And I've got like documentation from this. Like, I'm going to see Nine Inch Nails before I die. Blah, blah, blah. Never happened. Just a like they were in Rochester and I was sick and I couldn't go. Or and then there was a Buffalo, while, there was a time then, where there was a hiatus and you're like, are they ever gonna do anything again? <laughs> well, the tour that they had was the like the farewell tour, like the going away, and it was on my birthday in Toronto, and my wife had gotten me tickets for <sighs> her and I to go. Um, it was part of the Virgin Fest, so there were other bands that were there. I, I didn't care, and he was sick. 
with a sore throat and he still put on a hell of a show. Yeah. And I wouldn't like you could say, oh, my God, Mark, we got to go. Nine Inch Nails is going to be in Buffalo tomorrow night. And I'd say no. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to see anything that tops that. No, I I, I have. Or it won't. I, I, I met that like bucket list thing. I, I don't want anything to taint it. Like, uh, I don't want to have a better show or a worse show. Like, right. I'm content. Like, I am, I am happy with where that was at. And it was an Now, awesome would show, you go see Trent as not Nine Inch Nails, maybe doing other stuff? Oh, yeah. If he was doing, um, yeah. What's that thing he did with, I forgot who it is, that Ghosts series? Did you ever listen to that? That was still Nine Inch Nails. Oh, was that considered Nine Inch Nails? It I was. thought it was Trent Reznor and what's his name? for Atticus? The, yeah. No, that was still, it's still considered a halo. Okay. That's, that's still in there. Um, yeah, I would go. If it was something not Nine Inch Nails and another side project or something he yeah. was doing, I'd totally go. That's what's up, dude. Fucking shows, man. I want to go to another one again. What like I, I, We were sitting there. Keep flying. Real Big Fish. But no, I mean, <laughs> big D in the kids' table. You know. <laughs> Before that, dude, I think when we went to go, when we went to Warp Tour. Slip, was that after? No, the, Slipknot. That Slipknot's was, that was the last, last show one? I went to. So, wait, did I see no, Slipknot before Alice know? Cooper or no. Alice Cooper after? Which one? I thought you saw Hailstorm after. No, Slipknot was... Slipknot we haven't was, seen Hailstorm since Slipknot. Huh. Yeah, Slipknot was the last show, which that was my third time seeing him. Motherfucker, if you've not seen a Slipknot show, go see it. Holy cow, what a show these guys put on. Blow you away. You ever see Slipknot? Not live. Oh, I would, though. Man. Oh, my God. They're that amazing. Was, that, I had just... Before I went to the same show, before the build-up to that, I had never listened to Slipknot. Like, like little bits <laughs> here, here and there. there. Here and there, Chris had me listen. And then, like, a month or two before, they're like, Here's a playlist. Listen to it, and I did, and it was fucking killer. That's they music I awesome clean my house too. Yeah, I, I, I go I to bed. So I get so much done. I go to bed to that. <laughs> I'm like, this will put me. This this is my lullaby. Let's see, when Listen we to some Corey Taylor screaming in my ear. Let's see, when we when we clean the house, we throw on some tropidelic. We throw on a little bit of reggae, a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, that. Basically, he's telling you he smokes a lot of weed when he's cleaning his house. <laughs> Three it's days like, later, a lot of Bob Marley, and he's like. Three days later, that one spot on the counter like, is like sparkling. Just, barely. It's all barely. white. It's, just, it's just that black one counter, spot. It's just white. It's only because he bleach. just keeps dropping weed. And he's like, God, just wipe it off. Yeah, um, yeah dude. I, but being at the show, it did. It brought back Brings that feeling back. of being in a show. There's something to there's. It's different, man. And I don't know what it is. I remember when I was younger, man, I'd go to these shows and like the next two days, my ears would still be ringing. I've been to shows three or four times now, and it doesn't happen anymore. Have they just? I mean, is it just the, the damage way, the has been done already? I think the no, the damage has been done. Has been done. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Then I don't have to worry oh, about yeah, it. I got a flat tire; it can't get any more flat. Yeah, good. Fuck it. <laughs> Turn up the volume, man. That's right. You know uh, what? Yeah, we didn't leave the. Well, we also weren't standing right up in front for the for the la, for the end of it. It doesn't matter, dude. We were there for keep flying. That was a pretty loud set. That is true. Yeah, I didn't have my ears ringing after it. No. Shit. What's right. up, man? <laughs> Bring it on. Turn it up, right? Um, Turn up to eleven. There's a lot of bands coming around that I'd like to go check out here soon. Who was coming? Somebody's coming. Oh god, I can't remember now. It's the worst. Oh, Getting Sma- old, man. Dude, Smash Mouth is coming. Ah, uh, cobblestone, cobblestone series. Smash Mouth is coming. So if you're a Smash Mouth fan, get out there. Be an all star. Get your gray- game on. Hey now, go play. <laughs> um, somebody else is a- a- Aqueous. Oh, Aqueous. you know who is playing? Um, uh, Cobblestone Live. Oh, I don't know if you know who they are, but uh, you just got into the the Grateful Dead recently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a uh, tribute band called The Working Man's Dead. They're actually really good. Really? Yeah, they'll be doing it. Okay. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll just go check out Cobblestone Live. Hell this yeah, year. man! I go check out Cobblestone. Man, you know, work is going to ask if you want volu- if they want anybody wants to volunteer for it. Maybe we should this year. Just get in for free. You do. You work like what four hours for one day, and then you get the rest free. I mean, plus if we get lucky, maybe we go work away to get near the bands. Right. See what happens. Black shirt, blue jeans. Act like you belong there. Yeah. Or just print security on the back of your shirt and staff. walk around. Staff, know, staff. Staff works. You know what? My friend Jay used to do. We've got a lot of lanyards. To- <laughs> you know, just I go had- check out and see what they look like. Go home real quick. Pull up Photoshop. Print your shit out. I have my my friend Jay back at uh, back in the day at Warp Tour. So do you know how like you would subscribe to like uh, bands fan clubs? <laughs> yeah. On like through their website, and you would get like exclusive merch. Well, one of the things that they would send is like the little fan club pass. But it will look just like the VIP passes that you would have at like Warp Tour and at like shows, festival yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he used to go, he'd bring all the passes with him and hook them on his pot on his pocket, and he'd walk up to like the backstage, be like, "Oh, here," and flash it as if he was like a backstage pass, and would just go where he wanted, hang out backstage. Watch. I did that. I did that once at a show. Um, really? Yeah, it was a thirty second Samars show with. Um, nice. Oh shit! Who was it? 
I can't remember who opened for him. I want to say Turbo Negro, but I can't remember. Nice. But the uh, yeah, the um, the security guys had, or not security guys, but the stat, you know, the mm-hmm. backstage guy, the backstage pass was basically a sticker, you know, a vinyl looking sticker that they this one guy had on his jeans, and I could see it was like peeling off little by little. I'm just watching the guy; he keeps walking from the back across the front, and doing this, and sure enough, he walks by next time, and it just falls to the floor right in front of me. So I just reach down, grab it. St- Duck it on my thing and just walked back there. So I walk all the way back. I'm just kind of hanging out, saying, "Hey, what's up? What's up? This and that." Uh, and then I'm out back where the tour buses are, and there's people out there smoking cigarettes and just kind of talking and stuff. And all of a sudden, one of the doors opens, and the the bassist Matt Walker comes out. And he's like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" Because back in the day, I used to, um, I had a, a me and a couple friends used to go see a bunch of their shows, and we ended up kind of befriending the band. And yeah. every time they came out, we'd hang out with them, and it was a cool deal. But uh, yeah, he's like, what are you doing back here? I was like, hey, I got my way. And he's like, hey, you got in. <laughs> and he, it was funny, man. Nice. It's a good time. Um, man, I You see- said you you were telling us saying when Jake got that through a fan club for a, a, a band. Yeah, it'd be like, it'd like go to like a Data Remembers website. and like. Have you ever had been a fan cl- uh, been a, a band's fan club? Have you ever joined a band's fan club? <laughs> One. Backstreet Boys? No. Oh, who? Kiss Army, bro. Of course, I have. I have. I have a patch. You're a legit Kiss Army I, member. I did. I. I, I oh, you didn't keep was, up on your dues. They kicked a, them out. Well, it's one of those like. What is it? I, it was one of the birthday presents my parents got me, or one of the Christmas presents, is that they they signed me up for the Kiss Army, which, which is really awesome and cool and thoughtful, but it did nothing other than like exclusive, like before before market ticket prices. That's it. You and didn't just, get like posters and shit once a month free. or something. Nothing like that. Nope. Nope. It was like. You signed up. Cool. Here's a, I got a wrist, I got like a sweatband, a wrist sweatband with a little Kiss Army thing. I got a sticker. He got a cease and, and desist got, from Gene Simmons on Halloween. You're not allowed to dress like me, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a um, a patch, a, a Kiss Army patch. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. And yeah, that was it. Nice. Mark, what about you, man? Have you ever been a fan club member of a band? Uh, Burger King Kids Club. <laughs> Did they have a musician? Uh, probably not, but DJ, DJ, (laughs) who was the Burger King mascot? Was there one? No, at the time it was literally, it was a whole group of kids and they were all like super diverse. There was like kid vid and a kid in the wheelchair whose name was wheels. Oh my God. That's that's so horrible. (laughs) A kid on crutches. They called them sticks, you know, just the good old gang hanging out, gimp eating whoppers, but never a music fan club. No, I was never, never into the whole like fan club thing. Well, do you consider purchasing or become paying to be part of it like like the kiss army thing or do you just yeah, think a fu- that's a fan club that's yeah. the fan like, club like actually, not just being a fan not like on a well, yahoo group page yeah no not a group page not a myspace group page not of that well, a like, fan club is something set up by the band that says sign up for it and you, you have to mail a out part of the band and we send you a thing saying you're a part of the band yeah, no, because Ballyhoo and Trop don't do that. They just have their groups. But, I mean, their fans are diehards. No, not, that's different. I'm talking about fan clubs. Pink. There are bands that still do it. Like Pearl Jam, I, I am. I'm, I was part of 10 clubs, the only one I've ever done. Uh, really? But they still have it. 10 clubs still a thing. Um, they always get the early stuff, for like you said. But they also, once in a while, yeah. I think they send them out shit, too. Like, you know, I mean, I haven't been, I, I have my thing. I haven't looked into any, what I could get or whatever the case is. But Yeah, no, I see, I haven't done that. The Kiss Army was only one. Yeah, Ten Club. We used to get. Um, they would put out. Oh fuck, was it a CD or something during the Christmas time? And you'd get, or a, it was tapes, an and then it went to CDs, and it was it was like an EP or something with. Oh, that's just, cool. And you, that's the only way to get it. You couldn't get that like in the stores or as a single or anything. It was just a Ten Club. Oh, that's pretty. But sweet. I don't think they, they 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 I think they stopped doing the mu- the free music shit. It's a shame. It gets costly. Magazines back in the day, like Spin Magazine, you'd get those sampler CDs glued into the front. So much new music was... Dude, that like, was what's up. That, like, that's what it was really all about. Yes. Those yes. Cool. I mean, uh, maybe there's an article you want to see or a poster inside, but at the, at the end of the day, it's that CD, and you're like, CD? who are these people? And let me learn some, like, find some new bands. Yeah. And you're looking for bands you already know, and you're like, oh, cool, they have a song on here. See? And it's the only place you can listen to it. Yes. Yeah. I never, I never bought magazines for CDs. I used to get. You got it for vinyl, right? Didn't you get a paper vinyl or some shit out of a magazine? I got a almost like a photocopy paper. It's weird, but you could put it on a thing with the and the and the the needle played the music. They did those in the like sixties and seventies with Mm -hmm. Mad Magazine. They did. I for my mom's copies. Even in the eighties, they did that shit in the eighties for for like comic books or whatever. Would would have these kind of playable. Really. It looked like See? floppy, like oh yeah, yeah, paper. like like photo paper, like, yeah. almost like on the overhead projector type yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one for Lemonhead. Lemonhead's the band. 
Lemonheads? Yeah, lem- <laughs> Mrs. Lemon- Robinson, the cover of Mrs. Yes. Robinson. Yes, no, y- Lemonheads. Yep, yep, Lemonheads. Yeah, that's who it was. I yeah, got Lemon. I got a uh, Lemonheads EP. Okay, like a, like a two song EP, and it was it was scratched and it didn't play, but it was kind of like a. <laughs> but I will say, you know, what's cool is it made me go. All right, who are these guys? And then I went to my phone and just searched them up, and I downloaded them to my phone. Now, do you remember this? This came before MP3s, but it was digital music. They were like little cartridges that you play, put yeah. in something, and it was one song only. Yeah, they were, like, they were called like hit flips or something like yeah, that. Something yeah, something like that. Do you I remember used, that? Yeah, I remember. I had one of those. <laughs> you're, you're, Factory Boys. Back, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I had some Backstreet Boys. It was, huh? I had NSYNC. Britney. I mean, were you Britney or Christina fan? I had a Britney. Britney. One. Yeah. They, uh, I think it came with Christina it. had the talent. They Britney. were called hit clips, by the hit way. Clips. I was right. They hit were called clips. hit clips. Because wow. you could like also clip sec- it on your yep. belt or some shit. They only had thirty seconds, or it was like the chorus and maybe part of a verse. Oh, it wasn't they, even a whole song. I never nah, had it, nope. so I didn't know. Nope. What a ripoff, dude! Like. <laughs> You're spending money for not even a whole song? I'm sure that was a parent's argument to the kid at the time. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what well, is I, this piece of shit? I remember there was two of them. My, so this is this is a perfect example of two parents trying to fight over each other. Oh, uh, I had my father's side of the family had got me one, and they got me the nice little one that was like a little like earbuds. So this was like a little, like I plugged it right into my ears. <laughs> and my mom was, my mom and my grandmother got so mad. They went out and got it, the band. Come here and play live for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were so mad because... God forbid it was so loud it was in my ear and they couldn't stand it. Oh. So they so I had to they made me give it up to them and they got me the one that was like a little jukebox type thing and you would just slide it in as a little thing and it would hit a button and it would play it out loud oh for 30 God. seconds and then you could hit it again and it would play it again. And oh it my just, God. That's how it worked, man. It was horrible. Like, that is horrible. It was on its way to being an MP3 player. It was trying, man. It was they, definitely they were trying. Figuring something out. I mean, they were going smaller. But they were like little squares. I remember that. Oh, my God. You know what he'll never have the joy of? The uh, old school elementary projectors that had a little film strip, but it had the audio cassette tape. You had to like. Yeah. Yep. Boop. You never know what that is. Never. Man. You you youngin. Audio technology. It's crazy. And nowadays bands are doing things like not even just bands like. Music companies are saying, "Hey, so what if they're dead? You want to watch the hologram? Have you seen this? Like, it's like what what musicians would you want to see as a hologram? I'm like, none, dude. Let, let me let, just watch the concert on YouTube. Like Whitney Houston is touring. Her what? hologram is like Wait, touring or something. Yeah, I think so. so. All I, and why? And then when she talks to the crowd, is that just like somebody pretending to be Whitney? I don't know. You know what I mean? In between songs, because it's just a track, right? It's not like somebody singing and she. It's, no, I, I really think they like." visually digitize the track and that's just horrible well, it's man. like what they did with michael jackson for that one performance right again yeah. it's weird but i thought it was just for that one performance because it was no, like they did a- with tupac too at bonnaroo a few years ago tupac came out on stage no, that was rapping really with him. snoop dogg that was really tupac. Oh, yeah, yeah he came out of hiding uh <laughs> went right back wait he's dead right no sure no conspiracy theory listen to the next episode of history creeps you'll find out um <laughs> <laughs> all right last question of the night mark is there any other bucket list band that you want to see live? Anybody else that you're just like, I have to see these guys. I've never seen them. You know what? I don't know that it's so much of like a band, but uh beardy man. He is a, um, he's kind of like a, a, a Reggie Watts, uh, like a, a beatboxer, but yeah. not really. He does like everything with his mouth. He makes some of the most amazing sounds with his samplers and his like technology that he has. And he covers like all genres of music. What's it his is, name? Uh, Beardy man. We're going to have to listen to that after this episode. Like, I'll, I'll yeah. pull something up for you. It is so good. So will he like sit out there, go up on stage, go and record that and then go back over and start doing yeah, it. Yeah. He's looping. He's looping, but That's he can awesome. do all the like vocal effects and like different instruments. Like he's, Amazing. There was a dude that came with Tropadelic. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do it tonight. Yo, there was a dude that came with Tropadelic that came through to Buffalo. I don't know if he was a local act, but he was a uh, he went up and funny. I, he, I think he actually had a big beard, but he played guitar and went up and he beatboxed a little bit into the track, and then he was playing guitar over his beatboxing. I saw a kid do that at Merge, the restaurant on Delaware. Really? Yeah, good um, restaurant. Yeah, and it, it's it's just all it's about cool. using the looping machine. If you if you know how to use it uh, and you do it well, and you're a good musician, yeah, you can pull off some really amazing stuff with it. 
Um, what about you, bucket list band? Man, dude, I don't think that there's anybody I've not seen that I'm just like, I have to see them now before it's, well, Nine Inch Nails, obviously, I would love to see those guys. I mean, um, I'd go again. I mean, I say I wouldn't, but I'd, I'd go. Again. I would go see Robert Plant, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page together, do like a Page Plant reunion thing that they did back in the day. Remember when it's just those two doing their album? Would I would cool. see that. I'm not interested in seeing Led Zeppelin because even though it's it's John Bonham's son that would play on drums, it's not Bonham, so it's not Zeppelin. What about McCartney? McCartney, I'd like to go see because I I hear he still fucking kills it at his age. Uh, but there's no way I'm affording that. Rage, that would have been a bucket list one, but that price is too much. Now, it's cool they're giving it all to charity, but it's still a lot of money, dude. I can't really put that down on a ticket to see Rage. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. There's some stuff I would like to actually see. You... I'm sure. Oh, Neil. Neil Young. I got to see him before he dies. He's coming through. He's, he's, getting... he's literally coming to Rochester. You see how expensive those tickets are, bro? It's just what it is, man. These people, they command that kind of price because they put the time in. They have that legendary status. Do I want to pay it? No. If somebody paid it for me, would I go? Fuck yeah. I mean, So I'm accepting Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Google Pay. We should start a GoFundMe for Chris to go see Neil Young. That's it. Purely. Oh, do the fans want people? Do the fans want to hear? Do they want to see me put it off the bucket list and then come back and talk about it on the show? Sure. Start a GoFundMe. I'm not going to start it. But if somebody wants to do it for me, thanks. That'd be Let's awesome. Figure it out. What about you? Who's your, Who's the band you want to see that you've not seen yet that you're like I, oh, you always wanted to see them when they come when they come around you're gonna try. I think it was Backstreet honest, Boys. You no. <laughs> my fire. No, that wouldn't be a bucket list band. If someone was like, "Yo, you want to go see?" I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't mind seeing it, but they're back not a bucket list. Back, all right. I think a bucket list would either be. I really want to. I really want to see Eminem live. Some when he yep. was first coming out. Or rather, when when all he had on stage was a giant white sheet with the artwork of that fat lady in the trailer spray painted on him, and it was just him and Royce the Five Nine on stage together, just rapping back and forth, just walking back and forth, and just rapping. See, that's cool. That was amazing. I'd want to see as far as a band. Seen almost all the ska bands I really want are on the bucket list. All the punk bands like Blink would be cool to see, but it's not really Blink. Me. I'd say. Red Hot Chili Peppers, I would like to see them live, especially with uh, Anthony coming back to it. Or not Anthony. Yeah. No, Anthony no. was, was part of the band. Anthony, uh, John. John Frusciante. John Frusciante. Especially with him coming back. Yeah, I'd go see Chili Peppers. I'd want to go see Chili Peppers. Like th- That would be a great time. They always put on a good show. Like, I've All the live shows I've ever seen of them. And again, this them. is one of the ones where I watch them and I'm like, do they ever put on a bad show? You know what I mean? Again, I'm sure there are. I just not have seen it. I just feel like even when I listen to like, I, I know a lot of their hits and even when i go to listen to one of those cds and i don't know any of the songs specifically i still enjoy the cd and i find myself not hitting skip i'll enjoy it the whole way through true Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i mean i i would say with warp tour it really opened up my opportunity to see all the hardcore bands like i saw data remember that's the best way to see a lot of bands is to go to festivals festivals, i've seen everything through festivals and I've seen, like, honestly, my bucket list band was Ballyhoo up until a couple years ago. We saw them. They're a, uh, another, they're a reggae band, very much, very similar to Sublime, where they have, like, the, where they have a live, they have the DJ mixing and we'll do scratching in the middle of it, too. And we saw them at the wine and reggae, uh, reggae at the winery. Uh, at you and Spring your Lake. reggae, bro. Dude, it's just Smoking a great weed, fucking time. Listening to reggae. Listen, the, listen, I'm telling you, it is ching, just a fun ching, time. Ching, like everyone, ching, like no one's ching, getting aggressive. Everyone's ching, just chilling and dancing ching, in the crowd. Ching, and Ballyhoo, they never ching, came through. Ching, and I was like, ching, are they coming through? Ching, and they came on a lockboard. I'm like, fuck, I'm going. After that, it was kind of like shit. Like nice. Apart from them, like I. I'll tell you what. I want to see keep flying Wait, again. Keep flying again. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Dude, I can't wait till they come through July, again. They're coming back through. Yeah. Right now, they're. It looks like I'm looking at their tour dates. They're in uh, in New York over the next couple. Well, they're in PA today, tonight. Uh, okay. Then they're in New York again in the next couple of days. Huntington, Johnson City, Clifton Park. But in April, dude, Texas is about to get a nice run of shows. Uh, if you're out in Texas, you're listening to this. It's definitely before April. Uh, make sure you go check these guys out. Check the website. Keep flying. Uh, dot band. And, uh, dude, it's redonkulous. Check them out. We're going to go ahead and play the the um, first track off of the new EP, Arty. Unbreakable. But before we do, Mark, 
Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me back. Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Listeners, thanks for coming back. Episode five. So um, head over to Keep Flying. Support their shit. Like hell them. yeah. Also head over to the website, BICBP-radio.com. Support all the other podcasts on the network. There's something for everyone there. And if there isn't, send me an email at BICBPradio at gmail.com. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what kind of show is not on the podcast and I will go pull someone right off the street and tell them that they're starting a show, whether they like it or not. He'll do it. I've seen him. Thanks again for listening once once more. Um, you guys got anything else to say before I head out? I'm good, man. Rock. Boom. Take care.